You're listening to The Focus Radio with Alyssa Granlin. My goal is to share some tips and ideas to help you grow a thriving and healthy real estate business that you love. Good morning. Today, we are going to talk about the top 10 reasons that small businesses or real estate agents don't make it. Are you set up for success in your business? I have a corresponding self-quiz for you that you can pick up when it's convenient to help you rank your business on this topic. You can find it at alyssagranlin.com backslash 87. This is my 87th podcast, hence the 87. And I have lots of other tools and resources for you there as well at alyssagranlin.com. So check it out. All right, so I don't want to be negative, but I want to point out some of the things that come up for people and where people can run into trouble so that you can do a skill evaluation to see where you rank and how you're doing in these areas. Because unfortunately, in our industry, we've got about an 80% failure rate and 20% success rate in real estate. So really what that means is 20% of the people in our business are earning the kind of money that they want and running a great business that they really love and feel happy about. 80% of the people are unhappy. They feel stressed. They feel like they're not working up to their potential or getting or fulfilling the dreams that they had when they first came into the business. So here are the top 10 things that come up that cause the problems and according to the Harvard Business Review are the top 10 reasons that small businesses fail. Now, I believe as real estate agents that we are entrepreneurs. We're running a small business and we have to look at it that way. We have to put on our CEO hat and examine our business that way instead of just working in the business as a practitioner. We have to take time to work on it as that visionary, okay? So number one, the number one reason that small businesses don't make it is lack of systems. All right, where this comes up for us as real estate agents is it means that we don't have systems in place to take care of the repetitive routine work. We're doing it ourselves every week. And also we're not spending time on the high dollar, high value work, the money making activities. We're spending time on the low value, low dollar work. They are the dollar supporting activities, okay? So the agents who really make a lot of money in the business, they're aware of this and they have systems in place and people to help. You're listening to The Focus Radio with Alyssa Granlin. My goal is to share some tips and ideas to help you grow a thriving and healthy real estate business that you love. Your lead follow-up process, your marketing calendar for the year, your listing communication process. If you have an admin, do you have an office manual in place that is routinely updated? Do you have checklists for when you take a new listing or checklists for when you make a new sale? All of these processes and systems will help streamline things and help you be more efficient. So rank yourself one to 10. How do you feel you're doing on systems? Do you feel very systematized in your business? All right, reason number two, lack of vision or purpose. The number two reason that small businesses don't make it or real estate agents as entrepreneurs don't make it is a lack of vision or purpose. And I think this is true. I think that vision also equates to some goals and figuring out where it is that you want to go. What is the dream now, this month, this year, three years from now, five years from now, Where is it that you're trying to go? And what's the reason for it? What is your purpose? 
if it's just to earn money, then what happens is we get burned out pretty fast because this business is so all-consuming. And if you don't have a passion for what you're doing, or at least if your business isn't supporting a passion you have, then we can really run into trouble here. So do you have a vision identified, a goal where you want to go, and then do you also understand what your why is? Rank yourself, one to 10. Reason number three, lack of a financial plan or a budget. This is a big one, and this is where we as real estate agents get into big, big trouble, and that is that we live on our gross income. So instead of considering that we have expenses, marketing expenses and business expenses, and we also have our taxes to pay. So April 15th, as I'm coaching clients, many times my clients will tell me they had a bigger tax bill than they were expecting and they hadn't set the money aside. All right, so this is something that we really as an industry need to work on. We have to really put on our CFO hat here and think about our financial plan and our budget. We need to live on our net income, not our gross income. So how are you doing there? Do you, when you think about income, do you take your gross? So let's say you make 100,000 a year and do you say, I earn 100,000 a year and then spend it as if you are, as if you make 100,000 a year or do you live on your net? Do you take out that 30% that you probably should be spending on your business to grow it and then another probably depending on where you live, but where I am, 35% tax bracket, you know, that gets us down 65% right off the top, okay? So are you living on that net or are you living on your gross? Give yourself a score there, one to 10. Reason number four, lack of dependability. All right, so this is also a big one. You know, we get into the business because we're so excited about the freedom and the possibilities. Really, the freedom is big. I mean, I know that that's my number one core value is feeling free and feeling in control of my destiny. But I learned pretty early on that I needed to be really dependable and I needed to show up for work and I needed to live by a schedule. You know, I had to be dependable. Otherwise, that income was not going to be dependable. So how are you doing on that? Are you living by a schedule? Are you able to give yourself or give your business the time that it deserves? Are you able to say to your family, you know, I work Monday through Friday from nine to six or whatever it is so that people aren't calling you, asking you to take care of things because you don't officially have a J-O-B, right? <laughs> so a lot of times people lean on us thinking that we're available. Again, I know that's dependability toward your family, but I'm talking about being dependable toward our businesses. Are you being dependable toward your business. Give yourself a score. Number five, poor marketing. Now, this is also a big issue for us. If you don't have four or five areas or pillars that you're looking at to grow your business, you're going to be in trouble. I did an earlier podcast on this, and if you want to look for it, it was called Getting Clear on Who You Serve. But the marketing piece is huge. We have to have four or five areas that we are marketing to, and we have to have a strategic marketing plan in place for each one of these areas. Why is this important? Because number one, we need our marketing to hit the mark. We need to attract the clients that we want. And then number two, we have to watch our budget. 
I think one of the things that happens in real estate is that we've got a lot of people coming at us with lots of great ideas about where we could spend our money. And sure, most of them could work if we really focused on them. But what happens is we get torn in so many directions and we're bleeding money out and we really don't give each one of those a strategic marketing plan that they need. And then our marketing isn't really hitting the mark. Okay, so poor marketing. How are you doing there? Do you feel like you have a marketing budget set aside? Do you have an overall marketing plan for the 12 months of the year? And do you have a marketing plan for each of those verticals that you're trying to work? Okay, give yourself a score, one to 10. Reason number six, failure to set goals. Okay, we talked about this a little bit within the vision and the purpose. You know, goals are so important, but not only the income goals. We also need to be able to track our numbers. How many appointments do we need to go on in order to get a listing? How many buyers do we need to meet with in order to work with a buyer? How much prospecting do we need to do to get a listing appointment? We need to keep track of these things and know our numbers. Then we can set our goals and we can actually support the goals. For instance, if I'm working online leads and I know that it may take up to 100 leads to meet one able and willing buyer, I have to be able to respond and talk with 100 of those leads. Once we know what our numbers are, we can improve our conversion rates once we figure out what that is. But we have to know where we are now so that we can get it from 100 leads down to 75. You know, we can improve our processes. So that might be a goal we have is to improve our conversion. Setting goals is huge. Do you have your goals set for this year? Do you have a business plan? And you don't need a full-blown business plan as a real estate agent, but you do need one that talks about your goals, your prospecting, your clarity of your vision and your purpose. We would need a full-blown business plan if we were trying to get a loan or something like that. But we're working on our business, you know, so you just need to have a plan in place to look at. And I'm going to be doing a call on this shortly to help you. It's going to be a short-form business plan to help you figure this out if you don't have it. Okay, so give yourself a score on your goals, 1 to 10. Reason number 7, competition. Okay, in real estate, yes, we do have competition. And sometimes this has to do with the broker that you're with. You know, I was with a small real estate broker at one time, and I found that when I moved to the larger broker, for me and my market, it was better for me to be able to compete. But you have to look at where is your competition? Where are you getting beat up? If you're losing listings, how is the competition taking them from you? What are they doing? What are they offering? We really need to be aware of what our competition offers and how we as agents can compete with that. Then when we know what our competition is offering, we want to make sure that we get that dialed in on our buyer presentation or our seller presentation so that we can really compete, so that we can beat out the competition. And someday everyone's looking at us thinking, what the heck is he or she doing? Because they see us as fierce. All right. So how do you feel you're doing against the competition? And do you know what the competition offers? And do you even know who your competition is? Okay, give yourself a score, one to 10. Number eight, inadequate money supply. All right, this comes up again when we don't have a plan. We don't have a financial plan in place. Because of that, when we get a chance to take, let's say an upper bracket listing or a high end listing, all of a sudden we start shaking in our boots because we don't wanna spend three grand, four grand, or five grand on the marketing because we don't have it. 
and we're going to have to put it on a credit card. And then who knows if the home will sell. So then, of course, we panic. We don't know what to do. You know, this would be an example of inadequate money supply. Another example is you don't have enough to pay your bills. And so you're dipping into a credit line or a credit card to pay your bills. Now, if that's what's going on, then we've got to get a grip on that. We've got to figure out how we can even this out for you. And that's going to come down to having a financial plan in place. You know, taking a look at living by your net and also maybe raising your goals a little bit on your prospecting so that we can get you in front of more people. How are you doing on money? Do you have enough at the end of the month to stash a little away for yourself in savings or in retirement? Are you putting money in a tax account? How are you doing there? Give yourself a score, one to 10. Reason number nine, lack of focus. Oh, this is so true for us as realtors. We have a big issue with this. We have all these wonderful, bright and shiny objects that we can participate in. And also we wanna do everything that everybody else is doing. We have that fear of missing out. Or maybe we think that something's going to be a magic pill, but there's no magic pill. Anything you choose to do is going to take time, effort, energy, and money. So what I want you to do is go back and listen to getting clear on who we serve. I want you to pick out your four or five areas so that you can be strategically and laser focused on serving four or five different verticals or niches really, really well. Because if you do everything that everybody's doing, you're not going to do anything very well. Also, if you look around the office, I hate to say it, but 80% of the people in your office probably aren't making any money. And we don't wanna be doing what the 80% of the people are doing. We wanna be doing what the top 20% are doing. And that's that they are strategically focused on certain market segments that they serve. Okay, so how are you doing on that? Do you feel focused? Do you have your four or five areas that you can serve? You don't want one or two, it's not enough. We need to diversify. We need to have four or five. Okay, so how are you doing there? Score yourself one to 10. Reason number 10, concentrating too much on the technical side. Now, for us in real estate, that's true, too. You know, we want to use all these technical tools. We want to run Facebook ads. We want to be on social media. We have to learn software. We have to learn how to use our CRMs. And I think that sometimes we focus on learning how things work so we can implement them and days can go by without any prospecting activities. And also, I think this seriously applies to us focusing too much on these activities that are not dollar generating. And I call these housekeeping activities. These are things like file maintenance, which of course we need to do, I know, but it's focusing on these things that are not earning us money. We have a stack in a pile and we get it done and we feel like we've accomplished something, but we didn't actually earn any money. So focusing on those activities that are not dollar generating. Now, another issue where this could come up is working on your database. You know, you need your database. We all know we need a good database and we need to be able to stay in touch with our list. But maybe you're focusing too much time on getting everyone into a program or spending too much time on trying how to learn the program, you know, and so that can keep you from actually getting started. We need to be supporting the four or five activities that we're trying to focus on to earn money. And we need to focus most of our efforts there. 70% of our efforts every day really need to be on those money making activities. 
Okay, MMAs, remember, your money-making activities. The other activities are dollar-supporting, and I know they're important, but as soon as you can, get somebody else to take those dollar-supporting activities off your plate, even if it's five hours a week. All right, my last thought on this one, I want you to consider if you spend enough time working on your business, or are you working in your business as a technician? If you haven't read yet The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, you know, or the E-Myth Revisited. Go grab it, you know, for more on this concept. It's really good. And it's going to help you to kind of figure out if you are working as a tactician or if you're working as a, a CEO. Make sure you make the time to put on your CEO hat and see if your business is running efficiently. Use the self-quiz that I will offer to you on my website to help you. My challenge for you today is to take some time to think about this for you. I want you to be really honest with yourself. I want you to give your score, give yourself a score on each one of these items. That way you can discover if you have any areas that need attention right now. And then just take them on one by one. And I'll be diving into each of these a little deeper on future podcasts. If you want a copy of this list and the self quiz to rank yourself, go ahead and go to my website for the show notes, the transcript and the quiz at alyssagranlin.com backslash 87. I also have lots of other tools and resources available for you there at alyssagranlin.com. So thanks so much for tuning in. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a great day and stay focused. You're listening to The Focus Radio with Alyssa Granlin. My goal is to share some tips and ideas to help you grow a thriving and healthy real estate business that you love.